I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, and I hope you're having a great day on this Monday, November 7th. And that's a beautiful day. I was just telling Brother Nathan uh, yesterday, uh, 70s, today I think 80 degrees. Uh, I was out at about 10 o'clock, and I think my car, I think it said 78 degrees. And uh, beautiful, the sun was shining. I think there's a little cloud cover now. Uh, but nonetheless, a beautiful day for November, and I hope you're having a great day. Uh, if you're at uh, work, I hope it's a good day at work. If you're uh, at home, I hope it's a good day at home. I hope you make it a good day wherever you are, because if you know the Lord, uh, you're not alone. You're not facing the day alone. You are facing it with a friend that sticks closer than any brother. And I'm glad that Jesus goes with us. He doesn't just send us. But he says, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And I thank God for that promise. We welcome you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Those on the radio app and those on the podcast, we welcome you. And then those who are watching on Facebook and those watching on YouTube today, we're glad to have you with us. I want to say a happy birthday yesterday uh, to a very special young lady. Uh, our daughter Chloe uh, had her birthday yesterday and she is seven years old and uh, it's hard to believe. I, I look back at pictures and uh, when my wife and I came here we had Lacey and Savannah, the twins, they were two and a half. And so uh, Chloe, Kylie and Micah, they've all been born here in North Carolina and now Chloe is seven. Uh, this uh, Jan end of January, 1st of February will mark nine years uh, since our family has been here at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, and we love this church. We thank God for this church. Uh, God has been so good to us. So yesterday was Chloe's birthday, uh, but also yesterday was Sam Phelps' birthday, and I felt so bad. I didn't see Sam at first. I saw his sister, and then uh, later on in the service, I saw him, and I thought, man, he's been there the whole time, and I didn't see him, but he, was, uh, he wasn't sitting by his sister. And uh, I asked him afterwards, I said, do you think your sister's going to give you anything for your birthday? And he said, yeah. He said, I think she'll give me a hard time. And I said, well, I guess that, I guess I called that one in the service. But happy birthday to Sam Phelps yesterday. Then today, a happy birthday to Monica Evans. And uh, Mitch and Monica, they joined the church yesterday. Their kids got baptized. And uh, what a wonderful day. And then today, a happy birthday to Wesley Newsom. And Brother Wesley, I hope you have a great day. And then a happy anniversary today to Philip and Bridget Pear. Hope you folks have a wonderful day. Let's pray for our country. Tomorrow is election day. And I hope you get out and vote. If you've not already voted early, I hope tomorrow you will get out. Don't say, well, my vote doesn't matter. Oh, there's too many people in line. And oh, I'm sure the race has already been decided. Uh, you must get out and you must vote. And you say, well, who should I vote for? You should vote for the person, the, the option that would most line up with biblical principles. 
And uh, you say, well, who is that? Well, you're going to have to figure that out. And uh, I'll tell you this, our nation needs to get back to God and get back to the Bible and get back to uh, morals and holiness and godly living. And we need to get back to those things. We need to get back to valuing life again. And uh, I tell you what, there is, a, there is a, a so much at stake uh, with this election. I hope you get out and vote, and I hope you pray for our country. Let's pray for uh, the service Wednesday night. Pray for next Sunday. Next Sunday we'll be honoring the veterans. Looking forward to that. And I uh, thank the Lord for uh, yesterday. We had one saved yesterday, had the uh, two baptized, family joined the church. We added a new missionary family uh, that we're going to be supporting. And so God is good. And I thank God for his many, many blessings. Let's pray for one another. I know there's been a lot of sickness and uh, all of that going around. Let's pray for health and strength. Uh, pray for comfort for those who've lost loved ones. And uh, pray for those who themselves are going through uh, physical uh, needs, uh, surgeries, those in the hospital, those in the nursing homes. Uh, let's pray for one another. Well, here's a great song by the Rochester family. My Lord is taking good care of me. And that's a true statement. God is taking good care of us. Hope you'll enjoy this song. And then after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 119. morning and started my day. God's mercy was with me all of the way. His goodness stayed close by to meet all my needs. My Lord is taking good care of me. I'm never forsaken. I'm journey along good friends a family and a place to call home this church where i worship the bible i read my lord is taking good care of me i'm never forsaken i'm Tell him it's forgiven and buried at last. The blood shed on Calvary, it now speaks for me. And my Lord is taking good care of me. I'm never forsaken. You'll see my Lord is 
Amen for that, and I'm glad that God is taking good care of us. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but Sunday in the message, I've got a, a, an illustration I want to share about that. Uh, we were talking to my brother-in-law, Jerry Wyatt, of course, and Rachel and their family, missionaries in Tanzania, and we were talking about this very thing, about God taking care of us. And, uh, you know, sometimes we equate God's blessings with, well, in the United States of America, you know, we've got a lot more stuff and things are better. But you'll be amazed to hear uh, uh, just about that thought, that, that, uh, that truth, and how that relates to Tanzania, East Africa. And uh, I'll just tell you this, God keeps his word and God keeps his promises. He always does what he says he will do. God is not limited. God's promises uh, are not uh, up for debate. They're not being, you know, weighed in the balance to see if they're true or not. They're true. You can count on them. And uh, God always keeps his word. Let's look at Psalm 119, verse number 34. The psalmist David writes, and he says, Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. The verse before, he says, Teach me. And so when David is asking God to give him understanding, he's not saying, God, if you help me understand it, then I will obey it. David's already decided he's going to obey. Verse 33 says, teach me uh, your way. But then in verse 34, he says, give me understanding. Now, we all need understanding. The book of Proverbs talks a lot about this. We need wisdom. We need understanding. Uh, we need uh, to have discernment. We need God to help us with those things. You get saved and you have Jesus Christ living inside of you. The Holy Spirit indwells you. You have been born again. You become a new creature in Christ. You have a home in heaven. Your eternity is settled and you're saved. But when you get saved, God does not impart all wisdom and understanding to you the moment you get saved. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. Because you as a new Christian, you're likened to, or we are likened to as babes in Christ. Well, what do babies need? Babies need to learn. Babies need to grow. Babies need to be instructed. And so David prays that God would give him understanding. We need to understand the Bible. Now stay with me here. We're going somewhere. This is not just a manual that you memorize. But the Bible is a book to be loved to be cherished, and to be obeyed. Don't you do better when you understand the why? I mean, doesn't that help you? Now, there are times in life where you don't understand why. I'll give you a, a, a great example. We use this example many times. A child does not like to be told no. So if you tell your child, you say, don't touch the stove, the child doesn't understand that especially when they touch the stove and it's not hot. Well, what's the big deal? You know, the, 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 the reasoning, the thought process may be something like this. I'm going to do what I want to do. 
Who do they think they are to tell me what to do? That didn't hurt. Look, and I'm look. But why does the parent say, don't touch the stove? Because the parent knows that that stove may be hot. And if that child touches that stove, that child could be burned and hurt very badly. So although the young child may not understand that, that child needs to learn to obey. The same is true with, you know, your children don't play out in the road. Uh, our children this last week, they, in this wild, uh, their cousins from uh, Africa were here. And their cousins from Africa had these Razor scooters. You know what these little Razor scooters are? I mean, they're just little things, but oh, so our kids thought those were the coolest things. So they, please, please, can we go? And so we went to Walmart and uh, the, the, the kids, they've got jobs and they make, earn their money. So we told them they could buy a scooter with their own money. I know that kind of sounds harsh. You know, that's kind of parents we are. Sure, you can buy it with your own money. Uh, and we bought a scooter for Chloe. It was her birthday Sunday. And we said, this will be, you know, your birthday gift. And so they've been loving these scooters. Well, I can't explain this. And so please don't ask me to explain this because this does not make sense to me. But my girls vow that the road is so much smoother than the parking lot is. Now, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what they vow. Uh, my wife and I kind of think maybe they just think it's cooler riding on the road. You know, that looks a lot cooler. You know, that's a, you know, more of a, a claim to fame. I'm riding my scooter on the road. Needless to say, we allow them to ride on the road, uh, the older two, if they'll stay close to the side and all that, and they gotta watch out for cars and the curve and all that. When they're in the parking lot, you know, it's like you know, nobody's there and they can just, they can ride. So we've made the rule, you can't just go out and you can't play in the middle of the road, right? That's a good rule to have. Well, why is that? Because of the danger because we don't want them to get hit by a car. We don't want them to get injured. We don't want them uh, to have a, a, a something where they are harmed and hurt physically. They don't always understand it, especially the younger ones. They're, well, why can't we ride the road? It's a wide open road, you know? It's just made for scooters. Well, no, it's not. But they have to obey even if they don't understand. Well, how about this? In the Christian life, there are times where we don't understand why God says, don't do this or do this. But whether we understand or not, we still need to obey. I want to make this very clear. Uh, your understanding or my understanding, those are not excuses for disobeying the word of God. When you don't understand something, you still have an obligation to obey what God says. However, let me say this. It certainly helps when we do understand. And there are some things that we understand. Uh, there are some things that the longer we live, the more we see, oh, okay, I can see why God said that, or I can see why God said, don't do that. And so David is praying and he says, Lord, help me to understand. Uh, give me an understanding of your word because we should obey when we don't understand. But when we do understand, it certainly makes it easier for us to obey and to do what God has told us to do. That's verse 34. Um, verse 35, we won't get very far in this verse, but it says in verse 35, make me to go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. Verse 27, very similar, David says, make me to understand the way of thy precepts, so shall I talk of thy wondrous works. It's as if David is saying, God, there are times where I'm not doing what I, I should do. There's times where I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. God, would you, would you just kind of sometimes just put your hand on me and kind of push me in the right direction? 
uh, when I start to get off path, God, would you just kind of put your hand there and kind of get me back on, the, on the, the track that I need to be on? And I hope you'll pray today, Lord, help me to do what's right. But if I ever do stray, God, would you guide me back into the right path? God, would you in your mercy, would you help me? Would you give me direction? Well, would you kind of give me a, a loving push back in the way that I should go? And aren't you glad that God is loving and He is merciful and uh, God cares about His child? Uh, if, I'm, uh, if I'm helping my children with riding a bike, I'll give them a little push sometimes and that'll help them. Uh, if I'm ride, uh, with them and their bike is starting to lean, I'll kind of help to push them back up. And we as God's children, we need our Father sometimes to give us a little push. We need God to give us a little guidance, give us a little direction to keep us on the right path. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, may God richly bless you. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.